This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, it's Thursday podcast for you as we've reached the back end of the week. Al Dukes, what is up, you handsome bitch? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, Yes, I am a handsome mule. You know what's funny? I saw when I was going through all that billionaire stuff. Yeah. I found this really actually eye-opening. So, you know, you're 50. You're a man. Right. And I always look at guys that are my age that have done better than me, and it makes me feel bad about myself. Yeah, absolutely. Do you realize Elon Musk, right, the the space guy and and Tesla? Space man, yeah. He is worth $36 billion. Yeah. He just turned 50. Yeah, this first started happening to me uh, because uh, the era of the young GM in sports. Sure. When that hit, I remember it really started affecting me where I was like, wait a minute. Like Brian Cashman was really young. Yeah, he was. I think he was 30 when he got the job. And uh, uh, Mark Chernoff's son is young with the Indians. Like, there just were, uh, uh, who was the other guy? Theo Epstein right. was a young guy. Like, there were guys, you could be their dads. Yeah, And they've got of, these big jobs. Yeah, how did they get those jobs? They worked their way up. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I feel like I worked my way up. I'm and you're the morning producer, you're the producer oh, of the morning show in New York City, the number one market in the country. Good point, Jerry. It's pretty good. Yeah. Just that's saying. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that and when like people who I thought were like Madonna is a great example. Like I remember being what I felt was a kid and the Madonna Playboy came out where they had these old pictures of Madonna when she was nude, when she was before she hit it big. Right. And now Madonna's like 61. Yes, she is. I'm like, what? It is, you know, as, going you, on? as we go through. So on that note. I'm playing my my 10-year-old baseball team. We started playing Tuesday night, and we got a game in a couple weeks, and the coach sent me an email yesterday just saying, hey, here's the date. We're going to play whatever day in July. Great. Got it. Can't wait. See you then. Wake up this morning, come into work, log into my computer, and I got another email from him. You know, uh, thanks for, you know, agreeing to the date. All good. Thought you might enjoy this. A photo attached of me and his son here at the radio station. You apparently invited them in for some reason. That's because I'm nice. You are. I'm holding his son in my arms because he was like a year old. This was nine years ago. And that's who we're playing against in this game. And so I said to him, like, well, we got to make sure we take a picture on the field because I do as much as it depresses me. And it does. I would like to. I'd like a side by side. Yes. I think that's kind of neat. That is cool. 
So And so one of the photos I'm also going to take tonight is because it's one of these nights where I'll have both my boys in uniform. Matthew's game is down south a little later than uh, Joseph's game, which is home. But we're going to be leaving at about the same time. My wife will go with one. I'll go with the other. So I'm going to take a picture with them two. And I have a photo from two years ago where they both played on the same day where I could coach both of them. And so I can't wait to see that because in that one, I think Matthew was up to my shoulder. Joseph was down by my hip. And now Joseph's at my shoulder and Matthew's taller than me. Right. It is depressing, though. It could be, Jerry. It could get depressing at times. It's weird, too. Like, we started uh, the morning show here with Boomer and Craig back in 2007. Right. Right? So I'll occasionally run into guys that are, that'll say, oh, I started listening when I was in, you know, seventh grade. Sure. Seventh grade. And And now they're 17. And there's a man standing in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's unbelievable. Sorry, I'm saying 17. They're 23. Yeah, 23. It is. It is bizarre. And you know what's funny is, I, you know, for me, like any time, and it hasn't happened often, but maybe once or twice where Matthew will look at me cockeyed when I tell him something. Yeah. And I will tell him, don't ever forget, I'm the same guy that when you were, you know, using diapers and then learning how to throw and teaching you how to shoot a basketball and then going into grammar school. Like I haven't changed. So what you think might be goofy and stupid now, you know, you're the one that changed. Right. And then he'll sit there and say, you know what? You're right. Because I look the same. I am the same. I act the same, but his mentality has changed as he's grown up just like we did. Right. But the other thing too, about the time-lapse photos on that note, like, I don't feel like anything has changed, except the years have gone by. Right. You know, and they've gotten older. We've gotten older, but I don't feel like we look different. So. Hold on. I'm trying to get... My dog is, like, eating a... Ugh, this dog, Jerry. Sorry. That's all right. Hey. She eating your shoes? No, what happened was... <laughs> she was eating the top of a... Uh... Of a um, uh, a Poland Springs bottle. Oh, back, yeah, I'm going to choke on that. Right, that's what I was worried about. Because she, you know, I, I guess I, you know, we assume dogs will know some things that they don't. Like, I have a bin for her toys. And then I also have a bin for my recycling. Well, her, maybe, they're both bins. Maybe she thinks that those are hers too. Exactly. So she just pulled out a Poland Spring bottle out of the uh, recycling bin thinking it's a chew toy. I'm so sorry to hear that. that out of her mouth before she choked on it. Interesting. Yeah. Can I, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Buy or sell. Mm-hmm. That's good. I know I know what your answer is going to be, but I'm going to ask anyway. Buy or sell. Buy this or sell. Like a PTI. Yes. Oh, is that true? They do that? They do buy or sell. Oh, well, I don't want that then. Agree or disagree. <laughs> Agree or disagree. Okay. <laughs> and I know what you're going to, you're going to disagree. This is according to uh, Barrett Sports Media. Oh, Barrett Sports Media, Jerry. They wrote an article, but now this is based on other research. They didn't do the research. They just wrote the article around it. Yeah. ESPN claiming, not this is not their headline. That's what I'm saying. The headline is over 40 million download ESPN podcasts in June. Total crap. It's total crap. It is. They have it at 42.7 million downloads. No, it's like when Colin Cowherd and, and then Fox announced theirs. It's the same thing. It's it's an insane amount. It's it's not possible. It's not true. There's no way ESPN has 40 million downloads of podcasts. They just don't. Yeah. I don't buy any of that. 
See, I hate I, to, to me, there's a big numbers. there's a big difference to me between podcast downloads and listens. Yes, because I I do believe a lot of people have the automatic download setting on their phone right, and this, never subscribe. once listen. Yeah, right. you know, it's a bit that's that's a problem. Yeah, I agree. I just hate those numbers. I do. I hate it. And also, I see Intercom and Twitch have struck a deal. I did see that as well, Jerry. I see that also here that, that they're going to be on Twitch video of uh, some of the sports stations that Intercom owns around the country, including WFAN. Very cool. W-E-E-I in Boston. How about that? How about that? How about that, that Mikey? Let go. Whims. I can't. This dog's insane. I mean, she's ruining our podcast. I know. she's. I mean, I don't want her to swallow the podcast. No, you do not, because she absolutely will choke. Right. Knowing her diarrhea habits already, I don't want to get any more diarrhea situations, Jerry. Uh, Yeah. Is that all settled? Come on. <laughs> her diarrhea? Yes. Limbs, let go. Good Lord. Uh, it's getting better, Jerry. I'm uh, changing up her diet a little bit, and it's uh, getting a little bit better. Very interesting. All right. I'm glad to hear that. I but we have a meeting today. Well, well there's no Boomer because he's out. Okay. And Gio thinks we don't have a meeting. I thought so. we did. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Do we have any topics? I do have topics. I'm just so <laughs> thrown off by this dog. Uh, let's. Oh, here's a t- couple topics. One, uh, I'm seeing that teenagers, Jerry, these, and you know how I don't like teenagers. Teens. Teens. They are uh, wearing masks as they should. That's the good part. They're wearing masks for social uh, when they go out in this public and they mm-hmm. can't social distance. They're wearing masks, but they're dressing as grandmothers. Yes, I saw this. Boys and girls. For liquor stores, right? And going to liquor stores, they're wearing grandma glasses. They're doing their hair and spraying it so it looks gray. And they're wearing the masks and they're successfully purchasing liquor. I am not surprised by this because I have gone into a liquor store probably three times in the last couple of months. Yeah. Maybe maybe not even that much, but whatever. It's a few times I've gone in. And every time I've gone in, and the, la- the latest was Friday, we went to a friend's house that had a little... Um, a barbecue out on the deck, and thank God the deck was covered because it was a yeah. miserable night Friday night. So I went in and I bought a 12-pack of mics or whatever it was. And I thought to myself in there, as I'm walking in, I had a hat on and I had a mask. And I'm thinking, right. they're go- they got to proof me. And even if they proof me, they can't see what I look like. I mean, no. I guess theoretically they could request I take the mask down, but now we're defeating the purpose because I'm close to them and the mask would be down. And then nothing I mean, you can't see that I have slightly gray hair. I mean, I had a I had a hat on, and I had a mask on. All you could see were my eyes. Yeah, there was no proofing, nothing. Yeah, it's very hard to determine somebody's age because you can you can see around their lips and their mouth. You could tell somebody's age. Like I think if you gave me a lineup of lips, if you gave me a lineup of nose, lips, and chin, that I could determine people's ages. Nose, lips, and chin. Yeah, like you could even take the eyes out. Like just you could cut guess. off at the eyes. I think I can predict. Hmm. I could also tell how old someone is based on their hands. Uh, I would, yes. Well, the skin. Yeah. That 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 can go a long way as well, yes. The skin. Totally. Although looking at my hands now, I look like a very young man with my hands, and I'm, I'm, I'm older, Jerry. Hmm. You are older. But you, but you also, you haven't worked in your life. Like you don't work. <laughs> Like, let's be honest. I mean, you don't work. None of us do. 
Yeah, even like, I don't know. I feel like I could tell more on a woman how old she is based on her hands, but that may be women that are have had children and have when you when you bear a child and you and you raise a child, your hands are very involved, and I think your hands get more life to them. They have more life experiences and thus look older. I suppose, but it's not like the construction worker. No, it is not like a construction worker. Because, I mean... Whose hands will look older, a 22-year-old construction worker or mine? You get you get manicures. Pedicures. Oh, you don't get your hands done too? No, that feels a little strange to me. Right, but putting your naked feet out there for someone to rub <laughs> yeah, them in, that's good. Uh, yeah, that, fine, that seems fine to me. <laughs> uh, I would think the 22-year-old construction worker. Would have uh, yeah because they're constantly hand. using their hands in aggressive, violent way yeah. with hammers and nails and drills and you know and it's literally eight, nine, ten hours a day, six days a week in a lot of cases, Out as opposed elements. to you, right? Who doesn't do much all day? I don't. Right. So I mean, there's that. Fair enough. Yeah. And scientists, Jerry, have also determined. You know, they do this uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest every year, 4th of July. Yeah. And uh, the, the the current record is 74 hot dogs. Which is disgusting. Eaten in, uh, I guess, in an hour. Is that how it is? I don't know. I never watch it. I have no idea. Oh, it's a, it's how many. I don't know how. I don't know the timing on it. But scientists have finally figured out how many hot dogs a person can eat at one time. Like, what's in a sitting? What's the most hot dogs that's physically possible for a human being? To All right, I'm going to guess it's more than 74. There's no it way he capped out. It is more than 74. That we've not capped there yet. 105. One, uh, nope. The, the scientists say that a human being can only eat 84 hot dogs can at one time. can only eat. So the record eventually is going to be 84. But you're right. Right now, there are 10 hot dogs to go between the current record and... And what scientists say could be the record. I got to tell you, because of all the conversation we've had about, you know, the hot dogs and everything recently, on Sunday night, I did have a hot dog for the first time in, I think, two years. Okay. And I had half a cheeseburger and I had a hot dog. And it was delicious. I felt felt sick afterwards. Yeah. and, and, And largely, I think, because I don't eat them. I could not imagine eating four of them, let alone 84. Yeah, what about 84 of them? Could you imagine No. No, I couldn't. It's disgusting. Uh-uh. What if you didn't get the record and you just had 70 hot dogs? No, I'm good. I'll, I'll pass. Still, Thank you. Still not I get nothing out of that. Plus, you'll be in the bathroom for the next week. True. God, that's got to be disgusting. Oh, my God. Oh, when you go to the bathroom after oh, you eat 74 God. hot dogs? And just what you'd sweat? Ugh. Yeah. yeah, the meat sweats, they call it. No good, man. The meat sweats, Jerry. The meat sweats. And uh, what's my last thing I have here? Oh. Yeah, I'm going to uh, say goodbye to my apartment today. Do you get attached to homes, Jerry, where you've loved? Do I get it? Um, like that condo really. you lived in when you first got married. Do no. You, do you feel any attachment to that no, place? No, we were only there a couple of years. I really yeah. didn't. I mean, I liked it. It was fine. But we were going to a bigger and better house down the shore. Um, I, I didn't like leaving that house because I love the house and the neighborhood we were in. But I, I, I also knew... I could not make the drive anymore. I was falling. It was it was a hazard. Yeah. Um. And then leaving the last house was only again. We were going to a nicer home, so I was very excited to move. But I will say, having raised really raised both kids in that house, there was some sense of you know sadness. Right. 
But that went away very quickly once the kids really loved the rooms they were moving into and the backyard was much bigger and it was just better. So I get it, but I don't get too attached. But there was a little bit, a little bit last now time. You, now, you moved not too far away from where your previous home was. About two miles. Do you ever drive by the old place? Not often, but what we have done when we ride bikes, I've, I've uh, ridden by. Oh, and that's the, a good idea. And the last time, just because it was on the route, I didn't even pick it, the, the boys did. And when we went down it, I was saddened by what I saw. You were. I was, because all the landscaping that I personally did yep. was completely shot to crap. And the fence was down, which was down six months prior and still not fixed. And all the work we did in the backyard to their liking, because we had a satisfied um, some permits we didn't get. So we had to do some work before we moved out for them. And they requested specific things that we did mm-hmm. and spent seven, $8,000 to do just so we could move and get the permits completely destroyed. That's, right, that's sad. What do you say we go over there and knock on the door and say, no, what are we doing? Here? I'm good. What uh-uh. are we doing here, I've folks? moved on. You've moved on. Okay. I've moved on. But nonetheless, a little sad when you go by it and see that. It is. To see it's just completely, you know, unattended to and not taken care. And I think part of it is, and I don't know this for fact, but I believe if I remember when we were going through the negotiations for the home, I want to say he was military and isn't home all the time. And I I think that's probably why it's not taken. And she is raising two small children. So I get it. Doesn't mean it's not sad to see it that way, though. Right. So, yeah. Okay, we're going to end on that said note, because I'm going to go up to my apartment now. I'm going to gather the rest of my things, a couple of pots and pans that I forgot. I do have some garbage in there that I have to throw out. I have to turn over my keys and sign my paperwork. Okay, that sounds says, good. Out of here! Have a great day. All right, Jerry, we'll see you tomorrow on the warm-up show, yep. which is next. So. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. All right, here we go. It's a Thursday. We are that much closer to the weekend. I am sitting in the studio in New York City. My monitor is falling over. My hands smell like a toilet. Don't ask me why, but here we go. Let's do it. Al Dukes, as you can see the sunrise over the Atlantic Ocean. How you be, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. When you say your hands smell like a toilet, don't, and you don't know why, or would you say don't ask or don't? I don't know why. I use the hand sanitizer that uh, a lot of them are pretty good. Have you had the hand sanitizer that smells like an apple? Uh, Yes, I have. I think got some that smell like uh, strawberry, some vanilla. vanilla. Love that. Yeah. And then apparently there's the um, this one. It smells like toilet. (laughs) It smells disgusting. And I can't wait to go wash my hands as soon as we get to the first break. It's weird. I ate ate at a uh, outdoor restaurant this weekend, and they had hand sanitizer at the table. And I was like, I like some hand sanitizer. Similar thing. And I was like, yeah, I think what happened is all these uh, companies that were making alcohol for you to consume and drink started making hand sanitizer, and they don't really know what they're doing. So I'm basically, so I basically uh, lathered up in Jeremiah weed sanitizer? S- uh, yeah, something like that. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, yeah, you got to watch out for cheap sanitizer. Apparently so, because it stinks. And it's very hard to find the classic hand sanitizer that we all used to be able to just easily grab. It's I like still the apple-flavored one from Walgreens. Yeah, also, you know who also makes the lovely hand sanitizers throughout the year is that um, Jurgens. Bath, bath and Body Works. Yeah, they do. And great soaps. 
soaps, candles, hand sanitizers. Wonderful. Could, it's wonderful. Couldn't agree with you more, sir. Wonderful. Uh, this Sheldon Adelson is uh, the supposedly the mystery bidder yeah. for the Mets. You know what I like about that? Before you go further, yeah, the fact that articles yesterday said the Mets have a mystery bidder. Ha ha ha! Probably not. But guess what? They guess probably what? do. He's real. But it looks like he's joining another team that's already was a bidder. If I was reading properly, it, it does appear that way. But it gives them more strength. Because everybody has thought Steve Cohen is going to win because he can simply outbid everybody. If he's going to join another bidder, and I'm assuming it's not Steve Cohen, right. all of a sudden, in my opinion, they jump to the top of the list because they can now outbid. They said his net worth is, what, $36 billion or twenty-six, yeah. some ridiculous number. And he made his money through uh, gambling situations. Not him not gambling himself, but like places where people gamble. Interesting. So, like, he invested in Vegas and and places of that. I think ilk. so. Lake Tahoe has casinos, so. I believe. I could not honestly get past his hair. <laughs> I didn't see any pictures. Ugh. First of all, now I gotta you, look. First of all, they were using a photo of him standing next to Donald Trump, which is a subtle way of taking a shot at him. I'm sure. Is that the passive aggressive way? Yeah, it's like a passive aggressive. Here's a Mets bitter oh, looking at him standing next to Donald Trump. He's 86 years old, but he has dyed his hair uh, orange. That hair is horrific. <laughs> You're 86. You're worth $36 billion. You can have gray hair, sir. He probably doesn't care, though, either. Yeah, but no, he does care because he's got he's he's purposely dyeing his hair orange. Like oh, he's, he's dying it orange. Has to be. It's bright orange hair. He's eighty six. This is horrendous. It looks like the most fake hair ever. <laughs> like that guy yes. has to. That guy makes an appointment to get his hair orange at eighty six. I'm with you. I'd rather be bald. Yeah, eighty six. wear that. You're not fooling anybody. Enjoy your gray hair or your bald head or your. Black hair, whatever Holy nature moly. has given you. Nature did not give you this. Even Evan, who has naturally orange hair, his hair is not this orange. I'm a no. loser. I'm yeah, a and loser. he looks normal. This Evan looks does, fake. Yes. Fake, right. It does. Right. It's like when you have orange hair, it, it's got to go naturally. Like That has to be your body type. I also didn't realize he was 86. 86. Huh. Well, I got good news for him. What's that? He could be the Mets, 86-14, for 36 years. Um, what do I have, you mean? And I have a secret. There's just a woman. Love. Well, there's a woman. Uh, where is she from? From the Philippines. She just celebrated her 122nd birthday. This story was going to be for you, but now it's for Sheldon Adelson because she says the secret to her longevity yeah. has been playing the harmonica every day. The, Something on, you har- love to do. Listen, the harmonica is not. And keeping the reason you alive. for that is blowing out her lungs every day and oh, keeping them healthy. <laughs> healthy. <laughs> and she eats a very, like you, a very regimented, clean diet. My guess is that we, she doesn't have a legit birth certificate. She's not 120. How about we go glass half full and think as we sit here today on July okay. 16th, you haven't even hit the home of the halfway mark yet. Wow. Like you've still got seventy-one years to go, if I'm gonna live as old as this gal from the Philippines. Yes, keep blowing into that harmonica, Al. Well, keep blowing away. I didn't really catch on to the harmonica, the piano. I thought and you the were playing the harmonica, ukulele. Terry. I only have certain number of instruments I can play all day long well, here. Here's good. Here, listen, this is very good advice on the for piano. you. 
the more you blow, the yeah. longer you live. Okay. That is great advice. That's what she, that is what you, 122 years old. I love to see that on a t-shirt. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah. But, I mean, because then to be out of context. In this oh, context, context, 122. All right. So, Mr. Adelson, start playing the harmonica. Mystery bitter Sheldon Adelson, less orange hair dye, more harmonica. Exactly. And you will live forever. Yep. Well, I don't know about forever, but till 122. 122. You, for some people that pass away in their early 70s, you'd be 50 right now at that point. Right. That's kind of cool. I've always said 100, and I'd sign up for 100 when I got to 90. But I don't know now. I see 122, and I start playing harmonica. I want to live as long as my money runs. You know, I want to run out with no dollars, well, but not owing anybody anymore. Considering you're cheap and loaded, we'll see you at 150. Cheap and loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loaded, okay? And you don't do anything. I do stuff. So that money is going to be there. And so I see it's 2020. You probably have enough cash to get you to 2104. Not much uh, dog food I'm buying now, Jerry. I'm buying do- treats and dog foods and bones and it's all really these sorts of things. It's really interesting being responsible for something else that breathes, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> right, and it looks at you like it's time to eat. You're like, well, time exactly. to eat what? <laughs> you just ate 12 hours ago. <laughs> 12 hours ago. That's uh, right. Meantime, most humans eat every two hours. Yeah. Well, during the show, I'm eating constantly. I don't know if you can see me Oh, I watch. Oh, I see. Oh, look. There's the protein bar. Now yeah. it's time for Cheerios. And you don't even care. No. You eat right in front. Like, right when up, I was because... home, if I was eating something, I would either go in the hallway and eat it, or I would stay yeah. downstairs for five minutes and eat it if my segment wasn't up. Because at that point, if you call on me, it'd be like I was in the newsroom. I'm not here anyway. Right. You have no issue just sitting there staring right into the camera, stuffing your face. Well, because I'm not on camera all the time, and I know, like, like if let's say I, so you start talking about, like, uh, Sheldon Adelson dyeing his hair bright orange, the new Mets mystery owner, I'll be like, mm, let me put down my apple because this is a topic I could get involved in. Right, but if we were talking about Jason Kidd potentially yeah, becoming like, the head coach no, of the Knicks— this. Stuff I'm your face. This apple. Yeah, I'm eating this apple because I don't have any takes on Jason Kidd and the Knicks. I'm going to just stuff this apple down my throat. And you thought Jason Kidd was still playing. For the Nets. <laughs> right. <laughs> Aaron Judge, Jerry, he's returned from his stiff neck. He Does this make a, you warm and fuzzy? No, because he'll. if you're going to have a stiff neck now, when you actually start playing games, he's going to have stiff necks left and right. He might. So he has returned, though, Jerry, from his stiff neck and hit a home run off James Paxton. Into Monument Park. You know what the problem is in today's day and age more than anything? I bet you this stuff's been going on since the 1880s when they started playing baseball. The problem now, though, is everything gets reported. Every single thing, and it's instantaneous. You know, Aaron Judge might have had a stiff neck if he was playing 40 years ago, and you'd never know it as long as he was there on opening day. Like when you were a kid, and think back to spring training— we would get a report here and there if we go back to the early 80s. Right. But for the most part, it was like, all right, pitchers and catchers, great. Now let's mark off the days on our calendar till we get to opening day. And sure, as you would be a few days away, the stories would ramp up. I'm, I'm not denying that. But I don't know that every single thing was reported because this clearly wasn't a major thing. He woke up with a stiff neck. A lot of people do. He missed a couple days. So what? And instead, we're worried about, you know, is he going to make opening day because of his past? He'll be there. He's going to be good. Jerry, in the 1980s, I didn't know who won Monday Night Football until Sports Illustrated came out a week later. 
I mean, I was behind the times back then. And think about what we waited for, too. We waited for that uh, inside the NFL for all the highlights that we never yes, saw. Yes, HBO. It was special. Nick Bonacani. And that was if and we Wendt didn't Dawson. watch them Monday Night Football at halftime. Right. Oh, that I watched. It's different. Everything's immediate. With, Not great. Uh, Howard Cosell doing the doing the highlights. Yeah. They used the Raiders. Really, that was before me. I didn't get to see him, really. Really? No, I don't. How I, old am I? To me, I remember Don Meredith, Frank Gifford. You know, I, I don't. I don't remember really watching Cosell. Hmm. I'm googling him right now to see if do I because I probably think I watched Howard Cosell, and when I do the Wikipedia about him, I'm yeah. probably like, yeah, no, I was not watching Howard Cosell. You're saying he did Monday Night Football during? Let me look that up. 1970, he was hired, so I was one. I definitely remember. I wasn't that. born yet, right? I definitely remember. Like, what was the last that. year he did Monday Night Football? Because even the whole thing with John Lennon, I mean, I was five years old. Yeah. Was that 1980? Yeah. Uh, this Wikipedia page is so December 8th, done. 1980. Yeah. Again, my childhood is Madden and Summerall. That, when I think of football as a kid, it was Madden and Summerall. Okay. It starts and stops there for me. Hmm. All right. I'm going to pretend I was into Howard Cosell. And who came before him, Jerry? I like that guy, too. He I don't know. I wasn't born. It. I don't oh. remember. Let's do a little NBA anonymous tip line, Jerry. Rudy Gobert says the NBA's anonymous tip hotline is petty. Well, it depends now, on what the tips are. You know what's weird, though, when I see Rudy Gobert? You think of him kissing another man and spreading the coronavirus, which, by the way, I don't think was true. I feel like he started coronavirus. Like, that's how... Well, that's when the world... That's when our world came to a, a complete halt. Right. So when I see Rudy Gobert saying NBA anonymous tip line is petty, I go, Hey, Rudy Gobert, you started coronavirus. Yeah, you're you right. You started it. You're right. I was in I, Indianapolis when I saw the alert about Rudy Gobert and then what the NBA did. And I feel then like all hell broke loose. He was patient zero. For a lot of us, yes. For the rest of the world, maybe not. But for us and what we do, you're absolutely right. I'd be like, that's the guy. I would like to get his autograph. I go, this is the guy who started coronavirus. This is the guy, yes. Ru- Rudy Gobert. Correct the buffet table. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy Butler, he got busted from the <laughs> NBA tip hotline. He was uh, doing a full-on workout in his room when security went up to his room because they've got a call in the anonymous tip line that there was a lot of noise. They op- uh, He opened the door. He was fully drenched in sweat. And he was been dribbling a basketball. My guess would be at this point yesterday you were eating your apple and peanut butter as Greg and I did discuss this. You did this yesterday? <laughs> yes. There are a few things on your show sheet we did yesterday, yes. What else is on my show I, sheet? I will have to – well, if I pull up – I don't <laughs> – see, I never print it. I take a gander at it. Yeah, you gander But at I it. can take a very quick look because when I saw is, that story – There is sometimes when I have a story, I'm like – I think this came up, but now it's a bigger story today. So let me put that on. Let me put that on the show sheet. And see if they'll cover it again. (laughs) (laughs) See if these two dopes will cover it again. Yes. All right. I'm pulling up your show sheet. So uh, what we discussed yesterday that's on here. Let's see here. No, no, no. Yes. Jimmy Butler was on there. Absolutely. Uh, Adam Ottavino, not only not being a fan. Well, not only did we cover it, we yeah. also played, yeah, um, yeah CeeLo played yeah. clips yeah. of that. That's the one where I thought, I was like, I'm pretty sure we covered this, but I didn't remember hearing the name Adam Adovino. Yes. Yeah, okay. we played clips from him yesterday. Covered him that. and uh, I, think, I almost erased I think, that. I think Britain, I think we played clips from too. Zach Britton. Yeah, I think we played clips from him too. 
So I think those were the only two that I okay. saw as I'm looking here in Tiger Woods, the the tushy. The rest uh-huh. is very fresh, Jerry. Smell it. They smell fresh. <laughs> they do smell fresh. fresh. I do agree. They're very fresh. You no, know it's interesting. I I got in <laughs> I got in Gina's car the other day, uh, late afternoon, and uh, m- she was listening to Mike Francesa. Yes, she. We you've we've discussed this that she likes this radio station. And I said, I go, you you listen to Mike Francesa. And she goes, yes, he has some really good takes. Well, he has been doing it for 40 years. Yeah. Then yesterday, uh, she calls me and she goes, uh, Moose and Maggie had on someone about this NBA bubble. And it was really interesting how, um, you know, what their life is like on the inside. Yeah. You know, it's nice. You get a little look from someone that's there. This gal is, is got the radio station on all day long. She likes our station. I think I that's she, great. I thought she just listened for me. You know what she also just did? She also just showed how there's some value in some guests sometimes. Yeah, but she not. was entertained. Mm, but she's not my target audience. What? <laughs> she was entertained. But to me, it sounded like because she would was be, going well, you know what, on though? and on about this guy in the bubble. It's interesting because like, you mentioned that topic. I would be yeah. interested to know what the hell it's like because we don't know. Can, if I asked you right now what their, how life is like on a, on a day-to-day basis... Life in a bubble. As we are set to get started in about two weeks. Okay. I am a little curious because all we've heard of is that guys are either in their rooms or practicing and there's nothing in between. And yet there's a story here that this guy's playing golf, this guy's fishing. Who the hell knows what's going on? Jimmy Butler's sweating in his room. Right. I do find it interesting. I'm with Gina. All right. Let me see who she had then. Uh, Moose and Maggie. Uh, ben, ben Golliver. Is he an NBA guy? I hope so. If he's talking about the NBA, no, no, I'm going. I'm, I'm I don't looking know. at that. Uh, or Thornton Mc, McEnry. But I don't. These were the guests. One of them was a. One of them had to be. Let me see this. I'm going to say Golliver. You're going to say um, uh, in no Golliver's travels, we talk about the NBA bubble. <laughs> By the way, bad job here. We, they don't even say who these guests are. That is a bad job. I agree. I don't know. I don't know who Ben Golliver or. Thor- I'm going to go with Thornton McHenry. He sounds like an NBA guy. <laughs> yeah, well, you thought Jacques Vaughn <laughs> was not. <laughs> we got to take a break. 20 after 5. Google this. <laughs> we are just getting started on a Thursday morning at 6, joined by uh, Boomer and Geo right here on The Fan. Alan Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. 524 on a Thursday morning right here on The Fan. The warm-up show, take it to 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo then. Boomer out. G back in at the top of the hour. What else you got there, Albert Hughes? Well, Jerry, it looks like Didi Gregorius. I want to know if you'd let someone do this to you. All righty. Didi Gregorius says that uh, during the quarantine, he's become a tattoo artist. Would you let Bob Dwyer tattoo you? No. Even I if he spent it... four months learning? Four months? Well, yeah, this is during the, the coronavirus situation. You better have a master's degree in tattooing if I'm going to let A master's somebody. degree. That's right. Don't you just have to be able schooling. to draw pictures? Well, that's, I guess, how this started for Didi Gregorius, who I did have to do a double take when I heard him say playing for the Phillies. I was like, the Phillies? Oh, right, the Phillies. And the manager is? For the Phillies? I know I should know no, this. No, for the Oakland Athletics. Yes, oh, for the I Phillies. I'll never know. I know it was that dude with muscles, but now I think he's I was with Gabe the San Kapler. Francisco That's Giants. Right. He's with the Giants. And oh, I bring this up. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Joe Girardi. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, we, well, weird stuff. Joe Girardi with Didi Gregorius in Philly. 
Completely forgot about Let's that. Let's rewind. I feel like I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I knew I should know it because I knew Gabe Kapler went to the Giants. That's right. So I knew he wasn't there anymore. <laughs> right. How about that? Joe Girardi. Yeah. In the Mets division. How about that, Jerry? Back in the game. Yeah. So uh, Didi, I guess, evidently is a very good uh, drawer. Drawer? Drawing He's an artist. artist. Whatever you want to say. I'm an artist. Yeah. And we all pretend to think we're artists. I don't. In different ways. No, well, you're like an artist of you no, know, I'm not uh, maintaining the lawn of a baseball field. That's an art to you. You're an artist there. You know, what I find it peaceful. Peaceful, all right? It's um, meditative. Okay, yeah, that too. As you're, I suppose as you're mowing the lawn, it's just. Quite, I mean, it sounds stupid when you're on a mower, but it's just it's yeah. quiet. No one bothers you. It's a couple right. of hours to just whatever to mow. Yeah, it's. I actually enjoy it. Just mowing the lawn, Jerry, peacefully. Yes. As you go about your, do you put headphones on as you mow your lawn? Sometimes, or you, yes. Or sometimes. Do you just enjoy the the smell of fresh cut grass? Uh, sometimes I put headphones on. Other days, none. And we're good. Nice, beautiful day. Just riding around. I love the thing too. I want to get one. Smell of summer. <laughs> yes, it is. Anyway, was I talking ahead. about Didi Gregorius? Yes. Yeah. So he is a, an artist. He draws, and people said, "Hey, th- these would look great as tattoos." So he has taught himself the art of tattooing. Who's whistling back there? Is that like an email thing? Where you're yes, that emails? was my phone. I'm trying to figure out how to mute it. <laughs> Jerry, there's an email coming in. <laughs> Sounds like a bird. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't figured out the uh, the different sounds on the yeah. phone yet because you ever know when you, like when you get a new phone, a lot of, or like a new car, a lot of people will spend a lot of time navigating their yes. way through the entertainment system in the car or Absolutely. on the phone. I got the new phone, and all I wanted to make sure was could I text. I could. I was good. Yeah, no. I'm I, I'm like, when I'm thinking about even getting a new phone, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to set aside an entire day where I'm- An entire day? <laughs> where I'm going through every setting. I haven't set aside 10 minutes to do it yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, forget it. When you get a new car, the, uh, the infotainment centers, because that you definitely want to be locked in on because you want to make sure- when you're that you're not fiddling with trying to figure stuff out while you're driving. Very true. Although I still haven't, I don't really do that often either. But you yeah. are right about that. It's good to know what you have when you have it. Right. And, and see, yeah. so you're not looking for it when you're in the middle of you know driving down the highway. Right. So, I want to ask Eddie though about Didi Gregius. Didi Gregius. You've known Bob Dwyer now since 19 or around 2000, let's say 1999, 2000, well one, whatever it is. Bob loves tattoos. If he came to you, and let's say you were, because I know Al has wanted a tattoo in the past, but he's never gotten one. If you were the type that wanted to get a tattoo, would you let Bob do it? If he told you he'd just spend four or five months working on it, would you let him do it? Yes. Wow. Wow. I think so much of, like, when I do so much research before I make any purchase. Yes, and then have regret very quickly. Yeah, I have buyer's remorse on everything. So if I ever thought to get a tattoo, I would have to get so many recommendations of the same person for fear that this person will screw up my skin for the rest of my life. I definitely wouldn't let Didi Gregorius do it. It is interesting. You bring up a great point that, you know, we're talking about having needles put into your body. Yes. And yet you'll you'll have a couple of drinks one night and just walk into a dark place. Right, someone you don't know. How much? Okay, I'll take this picture. And then there you go with the needle in the ink. Yeah. <laughs> Although I would make Didi Gregorius give me a Yankee tattoo. That's right. You're on the field. Or a Mets tattoo. If you're going to pay him, I'm sure he'll do it. Right. And if he doesn't do it well, he's made so much money, you could sue him. And it's that that's that's your dream, isn't it? Yes, to to sue somebody with a lot of money. Absolutely. That is my dream, Jerry. I've heard. All kids have dreams growing up. 
Right. That's been mine for quite some, some time. Some want to become baseball GMs or owners. Others yep. want to hit the lottery. Yes. You want to sue someone. I want to sue someone who's got a lot of money. Or be a cyber squatter or a trademark squatter like that dude in Washington that's doing it to, uh, to the Redskins, yeah. I don't say Redskins. The defunct Redskins. The, the former, the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins. They're like Prince. The right. team formerly, formerly known. known. Why don't they just do that? Formerly known. At, or they should be a symbol, like how Prince turned himself into a symbol. <laughs> Previous, when uh, T.D. Gregorius had Tommy John surgery, he taught himself to play the piano. I mean, this guy is good. He makes me feel like a failure. Remember oh. back in March when all this started? I said I wanted to take <laughs> yes. the time and I wanted to learn a skill. Yeah, you were going to do. You were going to become a welder no, or I was a plumber. Become a, no, 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 oh. no. Not a plumber. You're on the right track, but not a plumber, not a welder, nothing like that. I wanted to learn something. And I thought, I don't know, maybe becoming better at sheetrocking or there, there were a few things that I've kind of done in the past a little bit that I thought maybe I could spend some legit time. Yeah. Remember I had the idea because my deck needs to be replaced in the backyard? You are going to be a deck guy. But no, no, no. But remember I had the idea, like, it's easy to replace one board. Like, why don't I just replace one board every day? <laughs> and, and then you the, have a new deck. Right. By the end of the summer, I'd have a mm. brand new deck. And if I went and spent $10 a day on the, you wouldn't even feel like you spent a whole lot of money doing right. it. I didn't, no, didn't do it. I replaced seven deck boards. That was it. I made this deck one day at a time. Yes. it's got. Have you ever seen... I mean, there's a lot of motivational, you know, videos out yeah. there. But did you ever see the one? I'm trying to think, was it Will Smith? I think it was him talking about growing up with with his brother, and his dad made them build some sort of a, a, a paver patio, and it was it was big. It was a large paver patio, and they were completely overwhelmed. And the father said to him, "A brick a day, brick a day. That's it." And by the end of the summer, we'll have a patio. And that's what they did. Now, that could be a BS story that he was doing for effect. But if you think about it, it makes sense. I could have had a brand new deck by now. It would have been great if, like, every day you went into Lowe's or Home Depot or your local lumber. Mr. Recco, you're here for your one (laughs) piece of deck. (laughs) This cheap SOB, what is he doing? I think you get up in the morning, you get your coffee, you get your one piece of deck. (laughs) Go outside, replace the one piece, done for the day. Then relax for the day. (laughs) It took 20 minutes. Right. I have to go up to my old apartment today for my final. You still have the keys to that place? <laughs> I do. How are you, did you pay them? I did pay them. Good. I figured you would. I, got, I did look. Uh, I did look online, and in New Jersey, when you sign that lease, you owe that lease yes. money. There's no backing I out of it. I told you that. That would have been a, especially the especially if they find out that you just moved and bought someplace else. <laughs> oh, Jerry, I hope I don't slip and fall when I'm there today. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a threat, Al? <laughs> I hope I don't slip and fall enough to sue them. Do you think this will be your last time back at the scene of the crime that you became a hero for? Oh, interesting. Like when you get emotional looking out I the might, window at that baseball field, I'll give it one final Memories. look. Like when you, you mentioned Will Smith in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when he was leaving, he was. He was in his empty home and gave it one final look. Just one look, Jerry. One last look at my home. Just I was only the, there three years. So. Just the two of us. Just the two of us here. You see the Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith story? Oh, yeah. They've got a wild they got a wild marriage, Jerry. I've heard that they've got an open marriage. Yeah, but that's in tatters now. Tatters. I've been shattered. I mean, the fact that, you know, she thought she could be with someone else when he's yeah. like, uh, no. <laughs> Whoops. We didn't have that deal where I, I date other people while we're married. What's it called? The red table talk that she red does? Red table talk, yeah. The Jada yeah, Pinkett That is some shit. heavy stuff because yeah, she I'm puts not. a lot of people that have 
you know, serious issues on, and they break down, and they're very open and emotional stuff. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, that's too heavy for me. Yeah, that was a rough one. Hmm. All right, I would recommend a uh, a post divorce tattoo by one Didi Gregorius. <laughs> Didi Gregorius. Yep, <laughs> and it's Philadelphia. Those are from where right? the Fresh Prince came Fresh from. Fresh Prince, right? That's exactly right. Five thirty-three. Gregorius on the fan. We'll be joined by CBS Sports Network at six, along with Greg Giannotti. Don't go away. Alan Jerry now offering contact-free delivery. All right, 20 in front of 6 on the fan Thursday morning. Take it to Boomer and Geo then. It's interesting, Al, on the TV, there was a, a weather, a national weather forecast that was just put up. And what what actually struck me, and I have no idea why, was the cities that were on the map that they were showing for the, uh, for the forecast for today, amazing to me how many of them I've been to. And I wrote them down very quickly, and I'll see how many of these you've been to. The only one on the map that they pointed out that I have not been is Denver. I've, I've not been. Never been also. Denver. They showed Portland, Dallas, Atlanta, Miami, L.A., San Francisco, Phoenix, Minneapolis, Detroit, and Boston, and New York, of course. I've been to all of those. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're bragging about your. Um... No, because they haven't all been vacations, so they're not. You didn't vacation in Detroit. <laughs> uh, I did a working vacation huh. at the Super Bowl. I oh, Super Bowl, yeah. And it was uh, hanging out with uh, Kevin Burkhart for a week. You could make the case that was kind of a vacation. That was fun. But no, that was not a trip. That was a business trip. Okay. Which a lot of these are. Yeah. But I don't know. I found that interesting. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of the 11 cities I've been to. I've not been to Portland. I was there with Columbia. Like, that seems like it's going crazy with Wouldn't the, go there now. With protests. <laughs> but when I went either. there about eight years ago, it was actually very nice. Yeah. So how about that? How about that? You've been to Seattle. I've never been there. I've been to Seattle, yes. You've also been to Alaska. I haven't done that either. Yeah, that's right. I'm a world traveler, Jerry. This is me. I I I'm a voracious traveler. I just love to get out and see different things, Jerry. I don't like to do the same things over and over again. See the same things. I I like to expand my horizons. I thought you like to get comfortable with where you go. And I'd like to, yeah, pretty and, much and go back and, and do it again. See chicken every day. <laughs> Your main man, Dak Prescott, and the Cowboys haven't come to an agreement, and it's um it has upset. Dak's oldest brother, Tad. Yeah, he'll be fine. Tad Prescott. He's not happy with the Dallas Cowboys. He says there's a reason he wasn't a Dallas Cowboy fan growing up, and he thinks... He will be next year when his brother well, gets $200 million. He says he thinks maybe he won't be rooting for the Cowboys anymore. Oh, really? So he's going to yeah. hope that his brother gets his ass kicked. No, Or goes somewhere else for big he, bucks. Well, he's there this year, and he's making big bucks this year. $32 million. Jerry, that's a, that's peanuts. It's not peanuts. They offered him a lot of money. He wanted more. All right, fine. Here, I look sure, at it he's going to se- he's going to settle for thirty one million dollars. So let's feel bad for him. I do not feel bad for oh. him. He'll get. I I would guess next year he will get somewhere in the way of thirty five hundred and forty million dollars over four years. Do you think when Tad Tad Prescott? is going to thumb out that tweet about the Cowboys. Does he run that by Dak Prescott? No. He doesn't say, like, so. hey, do you care if I do that? And Dak's like, yeah, screw those guys. I don't think so. I think I think that's his older brother. It I'm is, not, older brother. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I don't think so. Oh, so older brother Tad says, he says, I, I am my own man. You're just my punk younger brother. Well, let me ask you this. Your sisters are older than you? I have one older, one younger. I'm in the All middle, right. Jerry. Peacemaker. Would you run something by your younger sister? If I was going to trash her... Uh, uh, the place she works, yeah, I'd have to run that. I think I would run that by her. You would, huh? Yeah. If I was going to say, like, uh, like she she used to be a teacher. 
No, but that's no time out a second. It's very similar. Let's you can't compare being a teacher and trashing the school (laughs) compared to (laughs) a team that takes a beating on social media every day by the fans of the (laughs) other thirty-one teams. Oh. Uh, so let's say your sister was an actress. Okay. And it looked like she was in a... Let's say your sister was on Friends. Oh, And she was awesome. in a contract dispute. Yeah. With... What was that on? NBC? NBC. CBS, NBC? She was on NBC. You would have to run that by her? I'd be, to be like, never liked Friends before and probably not going to like them very much in the future. Right. I don't yeah, think you have to run, that, run by that by her. You're right. But yes, if she was a teacher, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> go after PS one forty four and say screw this school. I mean, it's a little different. That's a different being a school teacher than uh, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. A little bit real life entertainment, although it okay. is real life entertainment. But yes, a little different. And uh, Cardinals broadcaster Tim McCarver. I can't believe he's still doing games. He's still doing games for the Cardinals. Uh, longtime Mets broadcaster. Growing up, I knew him, Jerry. Um, he's opting out of the 2020 season, which to me, this is a chance. You know, these broadcasters, they never retire. Yes, I these hope not. These guys keep going and going and going. I hope I'm the Rutgers basketball announcer for the next 30 years. But this seems like now we've opened up a spot for a young whippersnapper to take Tim McCarver's uh, spot this season. So which former player do you want? I don't want. I want a young broadcaster. Oh, you don't want the former player to give you the proper analysis? No. I see, want I like young... the, see, I oh, like he's the broadcast. The... He's the analyst, I would he's think. He's the analyst. Yeah, you're right. I you're right, Jerry. So. Analyst. Now I need a young... Uh, uh, I want a young broadcaster to take the jobs. Do you know who... Well, I think they do. When it's the play-by-play, they do for the most part. Do you know what he was back in the day, ahead of his time? A catcher. Yes, I don't mean that. I'm talking about oh. his broadcasting career. Ahead I of learned, his time, Jerry? So I learned re-watching the 86... Uh, Mets and Astros that they've been replay they were replaying. Yeah, a lot. Uh, I saw those a few weeks ago. I learned he was Tony Romo before there was Tony Romo. He was uh, predicting plays before they he, happened. Not so much predicting plays as much as as much as what he was saying was if you put this ball here on this batter, he's going to hit it a long way. Two pitches later, in the exact spot, he said not to throw it, and it went a long way. It's pretty good. Do you think when he watches uh, football games, he's like, this guy's getting all his credit? Yes, I, this years I do. Ago. <laughs> yes. I was predicted pitches years ago. He ripped me off. This I guy do. ripping me off. He sends a note, you're welcome, Tony. <laughs> I how gave old, you this idea. How old is Tim McCarver right now, if you had a oh, guess? Man. 75? I'm going to say 76. Just Google it. You Google it. Oh, I thought you were in front of the computer. I have to Google oh. it? Well, I'll Google it, Jerry. I mean, I can. By the way, my mother hates when um, when guys keep jobs for a long time and, and don't let younger people get jobs. Man. So she's in, <laughs> so she wants to shame the older people out of work? He is uh, 78 years old. 78. Well, I'm going to be 79 this year. And she also doesn't like when former players who've made millions take broadcasters' jobs. I'm Boomer Esaias. <laughs> <laughs> First of Boomer. all, I don't think... <laughs> That's happened too often. There have been some former players that have become play-by-play guys. Yeah. But if you work hard enough at it and you're good, I, you know what? It is what it is. In terms of being an analyst, I love the former players and analysts because they did it. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's like the one, I love this format. I've been, it's been great to me. It's been wonderful. I listen, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, there's a part of me that hates when we criticize guys that do something that we have no business doing or could ever do in our lifetime. 
So when you're talking about an analyst who's supposed to tell you what the hell is happening on the field, mm-hmm. why would I want mm-hmm. someone that's got a four-year you know journalism degree doing right. that when he's never played the game? Yeah. Yeah, so, it bugs her. Like this, like Peyton Manning, when he get takes a broadcasting job. But why? If that's going to bother her. If he's, and I'm just throwing names out there. Let's say the new Monday Night Crew is Kevin Burkhart and Peyton Manning. Whose job is he taking? <laughs> I don't know. She Nobody's. She wants two broadcasters in there. Well, but she you, wants a young Jerry Recco you got to the be pl- paired. Well, thank you. That's there. very nice. Well, that, if you've got Burkhart, he's the play-by-play guy. Now you need the Boomer Esiason next to him. Could be uh, Peyton Boomer Manning. Boomer Yeah. By so, the way, Boomer Esiason became a grandfather. Yes, I didn't know two if days were ago. to say that. Yes. Oh, well, well uh, his daughter put it on social media. That's oh, she I did. Well, yeah. Congratulations to Sydney and Matt and Boomer. Grandpa Boomer. That's weird. Actually, it's funny. I went on the WFAN because I wanted to see who those guests were Moose and Maggie had on, and there's a story about B- Boomer being a grandfather on the, our website. Oh, is there really? Okay, yeah. cool. I did not want to Hey, good for you. Hey, good for you. That was... That's, it's weird, though, isn't it, to think of him as a grandfather? Grandpa Boomer, yes. Yeah. Wow. By the way, I did check out... And you're uh, not even a dad yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Me and Eddie are dog dads. Those are real. I did uh, Google the Moose and Maggie guest to see which one Gina listened to about being in the NBA Oh, yeah. Bubble. Golliver? Uh, ben Golliver. He is a uh, national NBA writer. For who? The Washington Post. Oh, okay. And then the other guy who I mentioned that they had on, this uh, Thornton McHenry, he, he is a... Uh, financial guy i guess he was talking about like the mets uh, purchase i was gonna say a golfer then i saw something else that says this uh this guy we were talking about with the red hair sheldon adelson that his uh, people put out a note yesterday saying fake news sad not really in the mets yeah how about that that's thanks to an alert twitter follower so much for that 36 billion dollars that's out the window. $36 billion, That's a lot of zeros. Not Jeff Bezos. Could you imagine being worth $36 billion and you're not really worth much? Hey, Jeff compared Bezos. Compared to someone else. Right. Like Jeff Bezos could sneeze at your $36 million. I, I just threw out $36 million today in the garbage accidentally. That's how rich I am. <laughs> it had no effect on him. And no effect. I didn't even realize it. That's like if you toss away, like, you know, two grand. Not a big right. deal. Not a big deal, Jerry. No. Just throw it right in the garbage. Matter, matter of fact, I hear you signed an extension on the apartment. <laughs> just in case you need to get away for the weekend. <laughs> in Matawan, lovely Matawan. Oh, you're here again? Go Ugh. home. Oh, fine. I'll leave. Get out. <laughs> Jerry Sports Illustrated has a 56-year-old swimsuit model. I saw this. She's quite attractive. Her name is Kathy Jacobs. Very attractive. Good for her. Yeah. Hey, good for you. She. um, They were looking for uh, amateur models for this um, this issue. They were doing like some special where they're looking, and she won. Yes, I saw. 56-year-old. She used to be a. She tried being a Ford model many years ago when she was. just a young. And now she can tell them, look at me. Look at me. Biatches. Right. <laughs> I'm 56 and in Sports Illustrated. Yeah. What was interesting, too, was if you, because you Google her name, it comes up with the Sports Illustrated and all the images come up. I mean, yeah. she is really taking care of herself. She looks great. There were butt shots, everything. Like, yeah. It was impre- very impressive. Butt shots. Yeah. There were butt shots, belly shots. I have a question for you. Boob shots. And I am, all, yes, that too. When did. And I don't, I don't even understand what this means, but there's two articles in the paper today, and I have heard this in conversation at gatherings. That's probably the best way to put it. Oh. When did we start calling women Karens? This happened... Uh, is this a new thing? This is a new thing. Because I saw two articles today that have the word Karen in quotes. Yeah. A Starbucks Karen, okay. Yeah, I don't care for And a beach-going Karen yeah. had an issue with blah, blah, blah. 
what it means is uh, Karen is a name for uh, a, a woman in her 40s or 50s who, because that's when the name Karen was popular. It's not a popular name anymore. It's really a way to shame a middle-aged women who don't like things young people do. Aha. Uh-huh. So right. this is a new thing. It's a new thing. It's it, new, have, it started with like <laughs> it started with like uh, the the wearing of the masks, the pandemic, okay. this sort of thing. So I'm not so that I'll I missed like, anything uh, growing up. Again. No, no. Okay, because I mean, frankly, two I don't like it. With it. I don't. I don't care for it either. First, it's generic, generic comedy at this point. Right. It's very generic, just to go Karen, 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 and in this day and age, Jerry, where we're supposed to look at people as individuals and not. Um, uh, by your age or the color of your skin, we're now just mocking middle-aged Karens. So we're mocking ages. We we job shame right. now, like we did mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Eddie, yeah. you, so you want to say it's, something? It's kind of like the OK Boomer. Yes, yes, more for women. More for women. You're right. There was you the, don't get this because you're a Karen. There you're was a middle-aged woman. The one article today that I read, and you would appreciate this because you're now a beachgoer, or at least you look at the beach every day. There was, as the story says, a Karen was upset with a, I guess, uh, a younger girl that was in a bathing suit. She asked her where her shorts were, if she could put yeah. some clothes on, right. because she claimed she was naked, to which the other girl then posted photos <laughs> saying, this is not naked. She had a string bikini on. Yeah. And the mom just said, you know, I'm here with my boys, and, and my boys are staring at your butt cheeks. Yeah. That's <laughs> why the boys like to go to the beach. So she was called a Karen. A Karen, right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, my God. I don't oh care for it, Jerry. But, but I'm not one to judge people, so I don't <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Can you even say that, looking at yourself with a straight face? I mean, I is that even possible? I had to say it quickly so I could get it out. Like, you are, you might be, and I know mm-hmm. some. Are you the most judgmental SOB I know? You're pretty close. I'm close. I'm up there. You're pretty close. I'd love to meet You've this got friend an of yours on who's everything. up there. Yes. You're very close. You might be the top one. You might be. I'm not sure. Top judger? Uh, yeah, I have a different top something else that I can't say on the on the radio. Okay. But you want to call yourself a judger, that's fine. 552. I am judge and jury, Jerry. <laughs> something like that. 552, we got one final segment to go. We'll get you a Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan. But first, a Radio.com Sports Minute with the great Amy Lawrence. And I forgot the topic, but Amy's got it, and she's going to entertain you for the next minute. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes till we get you to Gio. We've covered a lot this morning. A 122-year-old woman, longevity because of the harmonica. We talked about Dee Dee Gregis. What else you got, Al? I'm sure there's got to be something. Oh, and by the way, Aaron Judge is going to be fine for opening day. So that's good. That's a good thing. I have a good story here, Jerry. A bidet company. You know, those are things that clean your butt. you didn't start with this. I know. I should have led with this. You're uh, into the, the tushy. A, a bidet company named Tushy. They want the naming rights for the Buffalo Bills Stadium. I think they have to up their offer. Which uh, was New Era, which that's over with. Yes. But uh, they, you think they have to up their offer. Yes. But, well, but here's the thing. The, the Bills... They need those naming rights very soon. You're going to tell me another company is not going to offer them money? Like, And I'm not saying it has to be more. But if I'm the Buffalo Bills... You don't want Tushy Stadium? No. And the idea that they... And nothing against them. But I, no, I don't. 
And if I was going to have a college, let's say I was at the University of Michigan and I was yes. invited to the toilet bowl, which is what they want to have. The tushy toilet bowl? I mean, come on. No, I don't love it. It's a great company. Go for it. I don't that, love that. Like, forget the $12.5 million a year. I want $25 million a year if I'm going to name my stadium that. That's every generic sports guy's hilarious joke. Like when a team sucks, they go, they could play in the toilet bowl. Right, now there might, wah, wah, wah. No, 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 wah, wah, wah. there might be one. No, no, no. There might be one. There might be one if this happens. Well, there will be one if this happens. So I would think if, you know, if I was the Bills, if I had an offer for, let's say, $11 million a year from whoever, from RC Cola. <laughs> I know they don't have $12 million, Jerry. I, I have no idea. I like to go to RC Cola back in the day. Um, <laughs> or whatever, Welch's Grape Soda oh, Stadium. Yeah. Or I had $12.5 million from Tushy. Tushy. I'm going with the RC Cola. Oh, or the Welch's oh, really? grape soda. Yes, but Tushy's going to put Tushy toilet seats in the stadium. What about that? Now, have you changed your mind? If I was the owners of the Bills, yeah, twenty-five million. We start there. Tushy. I mean, th- could you? In all, if you were the owner of the Bills, could you walk? Could you drive up to the <laughs> stadium there in Orchard Park and you see Tushy Stadium? You'd be good with that. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Tushy. Tushy. You would not be good with that. This is Tush. Hi, you're looking live at Tushy Stadium. You know what the Bills would become? Park. They'd become the butt of all jokes. Oh, can't do it. Sorry. Officials it. are also concerned up there in Buffalo if their fans can safely tailgate during coronavirus. I told you the tailgates up there are ridiculous. Yeah, they they dive through uh, flaming tables. Yes, and I told you I saw the one guy run through uh, the fire pits, and then his, yeah. his sneaker is going on fire. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they'd be really responsible during coronavirus, these fans. <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, Something there were 20,000 fans at NASCAR last night. Yeah. Oh, if they were tailgating, I imagine they were. Oh, NASCAR fans, do they with, love a good tailgate. If you do it with your own group, your own family, I guess it's okay. And hey, Mets. Yankees and Mets hey, fans. Yankees Before fans. the 2020 season gets underway on July 23rd, we've got a preseason Subway Series preview. 